Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Lee Cantor here, a special edition of Small Business Fuel. I got with me Paul Wilson, Area Director, SBDC. Welcome, Paul. Good to be here. Thank you. You know, we've been doing this show for a little bit. You've been hosting mostly, but under this crisis of, um, you know, small business fuel, part of the fuel is uh, financial. And there's an exciting program that the Small Business Association and the government is providing for entrepreneurs and small business owners that maybe you can sh- uh, shed some light on. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, you know, we're we're in some unprecedented times, um, you know, with this uh, whole uh, virus a situation that it's caused some immediate, um, almost overnight, right, economic, negative economic impact for uh, small businesses. Um, and so fortunately, the, the federal government actually um, acted uh, pretty quickly um, to um, really create a disaster loan program uh, that now has multiple offshoots. But let's say, generally speaking, a disaster loan program to, again, respond to, to respond to the, again, the immediate needs of small businesses. And then the reason, you know, I'll say it's unprecedented because typically, right, the SBA doesn't loan money except for in disasters. But those disasters are usually kind of categorized as natural disasters, let's say fire, flood, hurricane, tornado, or something else to that effect. And so this is the first time in its history that they've actually created a loan program that was specifically related to an economic disaster, if you will, uh, for, for small businesses. Now, part of the uniqueness of this process, as I understand it, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that uh, typically when you get a loan from the Small Business Association, you're actually getting a loan from a bank that's it's being guaranteed by the SBA. In this case, uh, to expedite it, I guess you're going right to the SBA and they're kind of loaning the money directly without the bank? Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's one of the programs and, and probably the initial program that was launched um, is, and it's called the Economic Injury Disaster Loan, or EIDL, E-I-D-L. Um, and again, yes, yeah, so you typically, again, um, in a normal, what we call an SBA loan, you would go to a bank and you would go through the bank's process, you're right, to get an, uh, a loan that's backed by, or I guess you can call an insurance policy of the SBA to actually provide, um, you know, that um, that backing for that loan. But in this case, because it is a considered a disaster loan, you do go right to the SBA, and the easiest way probably to get there is sba.gov. And again, look for the link that says coronavirus, again, if you're a small business. Uh, but again, that that specific loan um, is, again, the idle loan um, directly from the SBA. And, and all the all the process and applications and information they're asking for um, is going to be right online, as well as the, the submission process will be will be online also. And then can you walk a business owner through some of the stuff they need to have handy in order to... Um apply for this loan? Absolutely. And, and that's, you know, a, a good point because um, as, as you get ready to do this is, is, you know, to probably maybe save yourself some time and even some potential um, frustration, right? You want, you want to have um, all your, um, you know, documents handy. Um, and so I'm going to actually, um, I'm pulling up a document myself so I can look at and just kind of read you some key pieces of information. Um, that are uh, required for this loan. Um, and, and again, and I'll, I'll say that I'll, I'll speak to some of the parameters um, as I'm uh, getting you some of the details. So that way, um, companies will know 
So um, the disaster loan piece, the idle, right, is going to actually, in terms of the amount, up to $2 million um, for um, for borrowers um, as as they um, go through that process. Now, again, that doesn't mean everyone's going to get $2 million, uh, but they're going to look at things, you know, like your, um, you know, existing um, financials, you know, maybe in, in the last um, year or so, uh, right? And and they're going to be um, looking at some, some key things, um, you know, as it relates to what what were you already doing in business um, in terms of your revenue? So if you're if you made a hundred thousand dollars, let's say last year, they're, they're not going to give you a million dollars this year, right? Because the goal is not to help you grow your business. The purpose is right of of just responding to um, the immediate issues um, that are that are happening right now. So so that's a, I think a key element for just people to understand um, that there there are some other other factors in, in play here. That's not just again um, you being able to access. Um, all the money that you want at this time is not 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 quite a piggy bank if I can say it like that, uh, but definitely some some specific um, information. So um, they're going to be looking for, of course, again looking for your financials in addition to tax returns. Um, if you haven't completed your taxes for 2019, then um, you'll be they'll be looking at some other financial documents. Uh, potentially, again, your um, as I mentioned, your tax return. There's going to be a personal financial statement, and so anyone who has more than 20% ownership in your business. So if, if you're a, if you own the business 100% by yourself, then it'll just be your information they'll be asking for. But anybody who owns again 25% or I'm sorry 20% or more um, of that business will actually uh, they'll actually have to submit uh, the information too, um, just to make sure again um, all the business owners um, are included um, um, in that process. And so those, those are, again, some of the key documents. There may be others, but those will get you started. And if there are others, they'll actually let you know specifically if there's some additional um, documentation that they may need based on what you provide initially. And then they're going to also do probably a hard pull of your credit as well, right? Absolutely. So they, they're they're definitely, I've, I've heard someone say, um, I use the term, it's, it's more of a, a, a reflecting on your, your, your cash flow versus assets, right? So, so your credit, yeah, so it is going to be a hard credit pool, uh, from that standpoint. So, um, so definitely again, a part of that process in terms of the documentation, um, that, that they're going to be, um, accessing or the part of the process that they're going to be accessing. And then if you do qualify and you do get the money, it's going to be pretty fast and they're going to kind of dump it right in your bank, right? Well, there's there's two portions of that. Um, so there, because the overall package and their evaluation of what you're going to eventually get does have to be somewhat underwritten. So that that's not a, a quick process. And and we we've been they've been careful to tell us what to tell people. So we we, we generally tell people two to four weeks, right? Just to stay on the safe side, um, because again, this is a national. Um, program that had to be rolled out really almost overnight. So you think about all the small businesses in the country, how many of them may be applying all at one time. That re- and and then the, these applications are not being evaluated by a computer that's just spitting out an answer, but it's a human being that has to review all of these applications, right? So so that's really is what what for people that I know it's hard to be patient right now, but to be patient to know that they're working as hard as they can. But again, that's part of the process. Um, there is an and a part of it that is immediate that literally was just enacted once the um, people have heard maybe the term Corona Cares Act passed um, or or the other term they've been using uh, the, the Paycheck Protection uh, Program. Once that that bill was passed, then there was an additional component that was actually added to the 
um, idle program, and that basically is a $10,000 advance. Now, that is what they're saying actually on the SBA website right now is a three-day turnaround um, in terms of Europe as as part of your application process for for idle um it gives you the option to say do you want um a ten thousand um, dollar advance they're calling it advance loan that's part of your overall loan package now that part of that ten thousand dollars is what um again the SBA website is saying in in three days could be be deposited in your bank account let's say assuming that there's no hiccups in that process and so that ten thousand dollar advance is supposed to come within three days while they're still evaluating your overall loan package. So hypothetically for a business owner, say they have a business that is maybe last year did a quarter million dollars, say they apply for a loan for $100,000 and they get approved, the $100,000 might come within two to four weeks, but out of that $100,000, $10,000 of it might be released within three days if everything goes properly. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's that's a good good way to, to 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 kind of describe it overall. And then that way they get some kind of relief pretty quickly if everything goes as planned. Um, and then they wait a little bit to get the rest of the money released. Now this money is obviously it's not a grant; it's a loan. What is the interest rate on it? A good question. So um, right now that interest rate is actually three point seven five percent. Um, and there's actually also with that a, a 12 month deferment. So, so that loan would not have to be paid back immediately. Um, again, there, there's a deferment period, um, that is going to be, um, applied, um, to that. So you'll have also some time to, yeah, and the goal is right for you to help you get back up to running, um, your business. And so that you don't, you, although it is a loan. Um, uh, again, you're not having to pay that back immediately. There, there's, there's a little bit of space of time before those payments will be required to start. And then at the heart of this loan is, like you said, this isn't kind of an investment to help you grow. This is to help you weather the storm and to kind of stay alive so that you can exist as a business going forward, right? Yeah, and that's that's correct. Um, and so that that is why, um, again, they're looking at your financials and what you did, let's say, you know, in, in 2019. Um, and, and then what, what you were projected to do in, you know, some way, shape or form, right. In, in 2020 and, and their overall calculation is going to be based on that, like with their formula. So that didn't, didn't just mean, Oh, well, like I said, I made 150 in you know, 2019, I'm automatically get 150. No, that that's just the, the, um, the, 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 one of the major factors, right, that they'll be looking at. And again, to your point, it's, it's not a, a growth loan like like in a normal situation, but again, it is an opportunity to stabilize. Um, and one of the other key things, too, is for a lot of people right now is, is critical, let's say, if a company has employees, to be able to help maintain those employees. So that, that benefits not only the company to keep those employees um you know, um, employed, but also, of course, helps those employees themselves and their families, right? Uh, from from that standpoint, so that's that's all um, uh, a key part of that process um, as it relates to again uh, helping businesses right now stabilize um, and, and hopefully kind of fend off any you know um, closures and things or, or mass layoffs or things like that that just kind of help them maintain until we turn to at least some 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 sense of normalcy um, in in the marketplace. Now you mentioned that the loan, uh, the first payments deferred uh, for around twelve months after you get it. What is the period of time you have to pay it back? 
So with with the first um, with the idle disaster loan, um, it's up to thirty years, um, and again, that's that's going to be determined um, within the the um, the package that's actually presented and, and offered to the borrower. Um, so so there's going to be flexibility in that, but again, that's going to be up to the I guess the formula that they use. But but again, it literally could potentially be up to thirty years. Um, is, is what's in the guidance and the documentation um, that has been provided to us. And the other thing is, too, um, you know, you don't have to accept either any or all of it uh, once they offer it to you. So, um, and again, because there's some other programs out there also, right, that um, some people are worried, well, if I, if I do this, can I not do the other one? Well, actually, you can do a combination of, of at least two of the programs. Um, but the key is, um, and, and we'll get into the other program also, not not using, let's say, the, the same money for 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 different I mean, not using the same money for the same purposes let's put it like that um so again you just have to work with your, your cpa just to make sure that again as you are utilizing these funds uh especially if you're getting from from multiple programs that they're utilizing the way that they were intended by the program because the other thing is they want to make sure nobody's i use the term double dipping right or, or trying to take advantage of these programs so there's some protection in there you know as it relates to uh, again, just making sure that 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 the funds are being used for what what they were intended. Now, is there any prepayment penalty if you say you accept the loan, you you put it on that thirty year schedule, and you're like, okay, I'd like to pay this off in two years or five years? Is there a prepayment penalty, or is it something that you can just pay it off whenever you're ready to? No, there are no uh, prepayment penalties um, for that. So, yep, you can pay it off soon and quickly and would that be a good thing right if, if a business was able to, to, to do that now you mentioned another program why don't you talk about that sure so the other one um which was 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 the kind of the second phase or second wave of of the sba programs that that were that were rolled out um is is connected to the um the i call it the, the two basically two trillion dollar economic stimulus package within that package i believe there's 350 million dollars uh, they were set aside for small businesses, and that and and that was actually called the kind of Corona Cares bill, um, right? That was connected to that overall stimulus package, and 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 part of that um, there's a there's a provision um, called the PPP or the Paycheck Protection Program, right? So so this is a program that actually goes will go through the banks themselves. So the banks are the, are, are is, is the lender in that case, not the SBA, um, and it would be an SBA loan. Um, SBA, I'm sorry, 7A loan is is what this will be, but it'd be a little bit different, let's say, than the traditional 7A loan, um, because again, there are there are other provisions in there um, related to that a lot of people have heard um, in terms of uh, forgiveness for portions of this loan. Um, and so I'll kind of jump to that because I know a lot of people have been been asking about that or been talking about it and hearing about it in, in the news. Um, and so um, in terms of the maximum loan amount, um, it's up to actually $10 million per business. So as, and as the idle was $2 million per business in terms of the potential um, for the PPP, it's potentially up to $10 million. And again, it's, it's going to be uh, based on right the size of that company and the revenues and their payroll, what they were already doing. Um, up up to this point. Um, now again, both these programs um, it really uh, relates to companies that meet the SBA size standards. So somebody may be listening to this and you know they're wondering, okay, who's eligible? Because we didn't talk about that before. So the idle um, again, you have to meet the SBA size standards. 
as it relates to, um, again, their different industry codes have different um, sizes where the SBA says under this uh, level of employees or revenues, right, a company, um, you know, is, is still considered a small business and is eligible for their programs. For the PPP, is businesses less than 500 employees um, from that standpoint. And, and, and that's in terms of the cap. Now, and again, the forgiveness portion is, is related um, to uh, payroll costs. Um, in particular, it, it's payroll costs um, that was be- between February 15th and June 30th. Um, so that, so, so let's say, you know, a person or a company, you know, was able to access, was able to, let's say they were awarded, um, $500,000 loan, uh, cause they qualified for it. And, and let's say, and there's certain costs, um, that are being forgiven and specifically related to, to payroll. Um, and let's say that number between February 15th and June 30th adds up to, no, two hundred fifty thousand. Let's say let's make up a number. Well, once that period has passed, and they, um, you know, and let's say all those um, um, expenses are calculated correctly, and and then submitted back to the lender, the lender will reduce that total loan amount that needs to be paid back. In this example, from five hundred thousand to two hundred fifty thousand. Um, so, so that's a really very unique um, aspect um, of. Um, of this loan that's different than the idle. The idle doesn't have a forgivable aspect of it. Um, this PPP does. But this one is more conventional as it's through a bank rather than the SBA directly. Yes, correct. So it's coming through a bank, um, but it, it is an SBA backed loan and it has to be, of course, an SBA approved lender um, and in particular seven, a loan approved lender. So, um, most of your major banks are already that. Hopefully, you know, and you can whatever bank that you're banking with, ask them if they're an SBA approved lender for seven A loans, and they they should be able to tell you right off immediately if they are. They they'll know if they are or not. Um, so you'll be able to get that information from from them directly. Um, if you already have a relationship, if you don't already have a relationship with the bank, um, or let's say the bank you're banking with is not an SBA approved lender, you would have to identify um, a bank uh, to work with that that can help you. Um, because again, the, the application process will actually go through a bank, so it so you can't apply directly to the SBA for this loan. So now, what are you hearing from companies um, as they're kind of battling to get through this? Uh, are are they just kind of hopeless at this point? Are you feeling some that are just doing uh, trying to survive by any means necessary? What are you hearing from kind of the businesses you're working with? Um, it, it's kind of a little, little bit of everything, um, you know, and a lot of it, I think some of a lot of it, I think, depends on the industry that the business was in. Right. If, if, the, if the business was completely dependent on, let's say, people physically showing up in a location, of course, a restaurant is an obvious example or, or any other type of you know, physical gathering business. Um, I've heard, of course, a lot of co-working spaces are, are hurting right now, you know, and, and others. Right. And especially if it's also deemed not an essential business. Because of all of the, um, you know, government um, orders to, you know, um, for social distancing and, and to stay out of, you know, gathering of congr- you know, congregation um, in terms of the number of people and limiting that. Right. So any business that's impacted directly by that, I think, is probably suffering the most right now if they haven't been able to, you know, say, create an alternate um, way for the people to connect. The people, again, are still willing to, to invest in and pay for at that point in time. Um, so again, yeah, I think it's industry by industry, but most industries have been impacted at least at some level, again, some more than others. 
Um, and again, in, in terms of, again, even hopelessness, I think it mostly, again, relates on a case-by-case basis. If a company was already in a strong cash position um, and they can kind of weather the short-term storm as they're waiting maybe for some of these um, you know, disaster loan proceeds to come in, you know, they're in a little bit better place than maybe a company who, who has been you know, struggling um, or at this point like, struggling immediately and doesn't have um, the resources to even weather a you know, short-term storm before the, I say, reinforcements come, you know, they probably have different di- different take. I think everyone right now is a little little tense um, and, and a little concerned, right? Because there's also the unknown. You know, we see what's ha- already already happened, but also, again, I think the part of that unknown is, okay, how long is this going to last? How, how long is it going to take us to get through this? Um, to, again, like I said, get back to another side of normalcy and you know, and will normal look like normal or will there be a new normal? Right. So so with anything, you know, the, the unknown is, is always the, the difficult challenge. But, you know, I say generally speaking, you know, um, entrepreneurs are, are a, a resilient bunch. Um, and, and oftentimes, you know, as we've seen in the past, you know, the, the uh, resilience of entrepreneurs oftentimes produce new opportunities, um, even in the midst of, of challenging situations. Yeah, there's been a lot of. Uh... Major companies started during the worst of times, so I'm sure this time will be no different. And this is a great time for um, people to get to know their uh, SBDC, I would think, because um, right now is why it would have been a good time to have a relationship with the SBDC in order to help you kind of navigate these rough waters. And uh, like they say, you know, the best time to plant an oak tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. Uh, I would right. recommend a lot of uh, business people to get to know the SBDC because there's so much, uh, so many resources that you can help a business with to per- to give them the kind of the insurance policy and the cash, uh, uh, the ability to weather storms like this to to teach them kind of the right ways to run a business. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, you're, you're exactly correct. Um, and, and even if, you know, you, you didn't, um, you know, come on board or, or work with SBDC before now, um, again, like you said, th- th- today is the next best time to, to plant that oak tree. Um, you know, today is that next best time to reach out to your SBDC consultant, um, you know, in, in, in an area that, that's near you. Because, again, we, we are here uh, to assist businesses, and that, that's exactly why we're here, whether it's, you know, a, a time like this or, or just, you know, what we may call, have called a, a normal operating um, you know, situation, but, but the key is, you know, we're here to help you hands on, uh, to walk with you through this process. And and then also overall, just, you know, not just looking at, you know, what's happening, uh, you know, um, in this financial, uh, recovery situation, but, you know, what's your business strategy overall, you know, what's, what's going to be your strategy that, you know, if something like this breaks out or any other type of situation that, you know, maybe severely hinders your revenues in the, in the future, what's your overall business strategy, you know, to have a, a pivot point to say, okay, well, this happened. So here's, here's, here's our contingency plan, right. To, to continue to move forward and w- with our business. And, and, you know, of course, hindsight is always twenty twenty, but, you know, probably most companies probably don't have a, you know, kind of business continuity plan, right. Um, it's, it's, you know, they, they do business as, as business comes and and their, their, their continuity plan for many people is like is, is hope. I hope nothing bad happens, but that's kind of like, you know, insurance, right. We all, we all don't like paying for it, but we're all sure glad we have it, you know, when we need it. Um, and, and I think, you know, and that's one of the things, again, the SBDC can definitely assist you with, 
you know, right now we know we're trying to get through this situation, but on the other side of this, um, absolutely, I would say continue meeting with your SBDC consultant because, again, the goal is, okay, how do we help you start growing again? But then also, you know, if, if business continuity is is, some, is one of your needs, we can assist you with, with putting that type of strategy together also. So, Paul, can you share the coordinates if somebody wants to get more information about the loan or apply for the loans that are available right now? Absolutely. So definitely you can go to the probably the easiest place to say is go to SBA.gov um, and, and right on the front of their website. Um, they definitely um, have um, easy access right to get information to what's happening um, you know, with the disaster loans and, and the coronavirus. Um, so that's, that's probably a, a good good starting point. Um, but also the SBDC. Um, you go to our website, GeorgiaSBDC.org. That's GeorgiaSBDC.org. Um, or just Google Georgia Small Business Development Center um, or UGA Small Business Development Center, and, and it'll get you to our website. And again, we have a lot of resources in addition to the financial resources. Again, um, in addition, let's say the directions to get, because I want, I want to clarify, we don't have the financial resources, but we definitely have the directions on helping you get there, um, as well as, again, some other uh, resources related to your overall business, you know, operations and business strategy at this time um, that's available right there on the front page of our website also. So, again, um, we, we are here to, to, to help, you know, guide you through it, um, definitely help, you know, businesses navigate this this time frame. Uh, again, it's, it's new for all of us. But but I'll definitely say um, our organization statewide and even definitely across the country, because SBDC is a national network also, um, but definitely here in Georgia. Can't speak to the rest of the country, but definitely here in Georgia. We've definitely marshaled our resources together um, and, and to make sure that we can provide uh, you know immediate and hands-on assistance for business owners um, as much as possible um, you know during this time. Yeah, I mean, your tax dollars have paid for this service, so business owners... Uh... Time to to kind of put those chips back on the table. So I would highly recommend getting more information about those loans. Uh, SBA.gov, it's right there on the front page, uh, how to apply or click the button to apply. These economic injury disaster loan is meant to keep small business people going. So I would highly recommend taking advantage of it because um, we're going to need the cash to get through this. And... Um, I don't think any business really is immune from this. So it's right there, sba.gov, and just click here under apply for an economic injury disaster loan. Take Paul's advice and um, call your SBDC area director near you. They're usually affiliated with universities in your area, and they're there to help. And it's, again, no charge. There is no charge to work with the SBDC unless you're doing some specialized classes or anything, but there's counselors ready to help. So um, don't be afraid to ask for help. This is a tough time for a lot of business people. Absolutely. And so, and again, um, I'll just echo what, what you said there as, as we kind of wrap up. You know, SBDC is not going to charge you for the help that we provide on a consulting side. So, so, and because everything that you can do on your own, right, in terms of applying for these loans, right? So anyone who wants to charge you to help you, ask a whole lot of questions. Uh, but again, I, I would really question them if they're charging you because again you know you can actually apply for all of this and all of these loans right online you know and again we're here to help you do that um so again just be careful of people who are, are actually maybe trying to use this as a time to take advantage of, of people who, who are not aware of that 
Right. But the SBA.gov website is the official government uh, website for the Small yeah. Business Association. And uh, there's a big yellow click here button that says apply for an economic injury disaster. Well, you don't have to pay someone to apply for you. You can do it yourself. And entrepreneurs are proactive and uh, we're problem solvers. I think that it's worth everybody's time to uh, at least get more information about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you for, for having me on, on this interview again. Um, feel free um, to definitely reach out to the SBDC. Uh, we're here to help and, and help everyone navigate uh, through this time. So it's, it's been a pleasure. All right. Thank you so much, Paul Wilson, Area Director, SBDC here in Georgia. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Small Business Fuel. 